Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. We did miss a week last week due to Connor being sick, but we're back. We're back with our next Godzilla movie. We are working our way through the franchise. This is the... Oh, I didn't even check before we started. This is it the 12th movie, I think? Oh, oh, oh. Do you need me to, to get it up on the side? I feel like it was the 11th one last time, but... I'm, I'm ballparking here. Uh, so this is Godzilla vs. Gigan, a.k.a. War of the Monsters, a.k.a. Godzilla on Monster Island, I think was the third title. Uh, a lot of titles for this one, but Godzilla vs. Gigan, I think, is the most common. Yes, 12. number 12. Cool, cool. 12 of 29, not including the American yeah. ones, which we'll also we've do. Only got, we've only got a few more left of this era, though. Yeah, no, yeah, we're getting close, getting close to the... Uh, uh, which means, I mean... Two of them have to be Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla and Terror of Mechagodzilla. They're, they're, those are two of the ones yeah. that are left in this era. It is. We, we've only got one more before those two, which is Godzilla, Godzilla versus Megalon. Oh, God. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, thanks for that. <laughs> All I'll say is I have technically seen that one, but I saw it on Mystery Science Theater 3000. I knew you were going to... And, and I didn't know it was exactly going to be that, that show, but I knew it was going to be one of those yes. type of things. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that. But yeah, so this is Godzilla vs. Gigan, and we, we weren't super hot in the last one, uh, although it wasn't as bad as the clip show one <laughs> from before that, yeah. which was uh, Godzilla's Revenge. Oh dear, that was bad. But so... Yeah, so we'll start off spoiler-free, as we do, although... You know, monsters fight, Godzilla maybe wins. <laughs> is typically how it goes. Kind of how these go, yeah. Yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll give you warning before we properly go into spoilers. There, there may through. or may not be a formula to these movies. Yes, yes. That said, that the actual human plot can be very different and wacky depending on what entry we're talking about. Oh, oh, oh we're we're in wacky. Yeah, and this one is about an artist, uh, a manga artist who is hired as a concept artist for a theme park uh which is like a what was, what was the name I, I had the name here uh world children's something or other yes yes the world children's peace park or something stupid like that um uh well world children's land which is a peace themed theme park which is as ridiculous as it sounds. And they've got like a, a big Godzilla tower there as the main attraction. There's like a roller coaster going through Godzilla and he's there. But he runs into something mysterious. There's a, this woman who's running from security on the way out and she drops this tape. Think like an old, you know, like a, a big old like uh, audio tape. Not even like an audio cassette, yeah. like a small one, like a big one, the big reels of tape. Yeah. And he picks it up and he sort of like lets her on her way and then security comes running out and he's... He gets enough of the sense, or he likes her enough that he just kind of lies and says, "Oh, went that way." Just kind of yeah, points off points in, this. in the wrong direction. And it's not until later on he starts to sort of because he gets up and meets the head honchos, and they're kind of weird. And he ends up like running into uh, this this girl again, finds him, and then her friends also there, and they they kind of kidnap him almost because they want the tape back. And we we eventually learn that her brother has went missing, and they think they've kidnapped him or killed him or whatever. They're hoping he's still alive inside the building, and they're using this tape to try and uh, blackmail them or expose what they're up to. That there's something sinister going on here, and slowly but surely, our main character, the manga artist, kind of starts to kind of get involved and starts to look around whenever he's inside, like handing in artwork or whatever, and he starts noticing that something suspicious is going on, and the other characters kind of are acting very weary of him. And that's kind of the thing. Mm. 
and then there's a whole like subplot where they the characters that he met turns out to be someone who's dead because they try and look into who he is to try and sort of find out why he's here and what he's doing and it's this discover that he's actually already died and they're like wait this is weird i just met him and the long and the short of it is they're not really who they say they are of course there's a whole reveal about what's going on here uh but ultimately they they plan on bringing the titular Gigan along with king Ghidorah to earth to then take over Earth because they're they're, they're it's like just full spoilers. I, I don't know how you explain this plot without talking about what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're aliens. They're alien cockroaches, and their planet is long dead. But they survived. The, the rest of civilization because did not. Because they're cockroaches. But they survived because they're cockroaches, and they evolved into you know intelligent beings, and they're now here because Earth hasn't destroyed yet, but. They're going, to, they're going to strip mine and, and, you know, usual alien shit. They're going to bring King Ghidorah and Gigan. So this is actually the first thing I want to mention about the, 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 the monsters in this. I want to talk more about the human plot, because the human plot's quite, you know, weird and wacky. This He was helping yeah. them investigate these people, and they've got, got, got our brother kidnapped, and they're trying to take over the world, blah, blah, blah. But when it cuts to, like, you know, you see these two bright lights coming towards, uh, like, the camera. And one turns into Ghidorah, and I'm like, oh, Ghidorah's here, cool. I didn't know he was in this one. And the other one is just Gigan, who I just know because I know what Gigan looks like. I was shocked. The movie's called Godzilla vs. Gigan. I was expecting, like, some sort of origin or introduction or at least some, like, all you get in this is when the military see him, they go, oh, King Ghidorah's here, and some new monster we don't know. Yeah. And then the aliens, are, yeah. And then when the aliens are talking about, going, yes, we call this one Gigan. And like, okay, that's it. I never hear anything else. Cool design, though. Yeah, he's got a buzzsaw in his stomach, and he's got like he's got like T one thousand hands with the blades, as if he's yeah made blades out of his hands. He's got that and, going. And that's cool. So, I mean, and the, and the buzzsaw and the stomach does function if you're wondering that does happen exactly i mean it'd be pointless otherwise it would be pointless otherwise but you can t- obviously when he's walking around you can tell it doesn't function because it's just rubber but whenever there's a close-up of it functioning you can tell they've actually got like a just like a bit of a suit with a buzzsaw through it yeah <laughs> to make yeah. it work um but you know we'll forgive it we'll forgive it you know presumably no one on the inside constraints of, constraints of the time um that's been, that's where it'd be more impressive as if there's actually someone on the inside um, yeah. Well, the buzzsaw is functioning. Well, I ain't risking myself near a buzzsaw. Right, so obviously uses that to great effect. Uh, you know, this this one is kind of silly, but it's not as silly as the last couple. And I felt like, well, the human plot was a little, again a little bit in the absurd side. It was it was entertaining enough. Like I felt myself into the investigation and them trying to prove what they, they were up to. I like this one a lot more than the last few. This is the right level of just goofy and silly for me. I can see that. Where... I, I had a lot of fun with it. This, this, I, I might have preferred the human stuff over some of the monster stuff. Uh, that's, well, that's an interesting statement. I, 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 I didn't find the monster stuff that creative in this one. Buzzsaw aside. I think the... I like the villains. I think they were just cheesy enough. And the way they, they were always evil and like sort of smelling at people. I like I, that. I love the, uh, the reveal of them being cockroaches with the shadows. Yeah. I actually... One of my favorite things is that... Um, the artist's friend, because she kind of gets involved as well. It, it becomes like a, a foursome, right? You've got the yeah. girl whose brother's been kidnapped and her hippie friend, and he's a straight-up hippie. And then you've got Manga Guy, of course, and you've got his assistant, you know, co-worker, whoever she is, right? Who, who is probably the best character. 
She is. Like, she seems like a nothing character until at one point when they've been found out that they're working against the, the villains, you know, the, the main moustached villain shows up. And, he, and when I say moustache, he's literally got a moustache. I'm, I'm, that's, that's how I'm describing him. Yeah. Uh, he's got a couple of goons and they've got them captive and they, they, he steals the tape back. Because it turns out these tapes are to control Geigen and Ghidorah. They control them with these tapes because reasons. Yeah. Um, but they they have them at gunpoint and the assistant character comes comes in and immediately just like what's going on here and turns into batman and kicks the shit out of all the villains like all of a sudden she just knows karate she was she was fun from the start she had a lot of uh, banter with it with the main guy Oh yeah, the joke about how he draws this like awful character and he's like yeah. and she notices that it's wearing the same shirt as her and she's like hey there's some sort of resemblance. Maybe a monster. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like, so she was likable like the whole time. But like I said, a bit of nothing character. I didn't feel like she was going anywhere. And then suddenly, oh, she's a badass. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, all of a sudden, she completely like, saves all three of them from the bad guys with little effort. Yeah. Just, you know, disarms them, great. kicks them in the stomach. Just, you know, it's it was one of those like wonderfully just bizarre things out of nowhere. It was like, oh, okay, I, I can be into this. Well, well, I know what, another one... Uh, piece of this movie that is wonderfully bizarre and out of nowhere that i feel like if you told me about it i'd go ugh. but Mm -hmm. watching it i was kind of like okay was um giving uh godzilla little speech bubbles like in a manga book well what's interesting actually about i've got some i've got some trivia on this okay because if you watch the Japanese version, you get speech bubbles. Because, of course, the main character is a manga artist, and that's the, the whole point, is that it's a little comic yeah, theme. Which I, I did like, I thought it was a nice little touch. Um, so him and Angris get, gets the speech bubbles on Godzilla Island, or not Godzilla, sorry, Monster Island, before they before they come in to save the day. Uh, in the English dub, they didn't have speech bubbles. Do you know what happens in the English dub? Just subtitles? Voice acting. Oh God! The, the, <laughs> and I have the Blu-ray, so I I switched to the English dub. When when I heard this, I was like, "Oh, I want to know what this. I want to know what this I sounds need to like." Experience that, yeah, yeah. And I shit you not, Godzilla, the, the voice acted for us like, Angus. It's it's basically like uh, someone doing a really bad impression of Christian Bale's Batman, um, but it's got all this like okay. sort of monster effects over it, and it is so stupid. And I'm like. If you'd watched all the English dubs and then all of a sudden in the twelfth movie, suddenly Godzilla's speaking as is Angris, I don't know what you'd be thinking. No, it was it was quite a leap just to have them communicate with the with the speech bubbles, right? Yeah, because it's different. Yeah, but, but I was I was like, Do you know what? It's kind of working for me, especially in this movie when you know we got the manga artist as one of the main characters. Yeah, it was working for me in context. Yeah, no, it's okay, and um. I, I do think it's funny though that because when the, the tape gets turned up, when the, the the good characters have stolen this tape and they play it back to try and understand what it is, this alerts Godzilla and Angus on Monster. They're like, oh, because because it's something for monsters, even though it's not controlling them specifically, they can sense it. It's like, oh, there's like a monster sound wave happening, blah blah. blah. And Godzilla actually sends Angus to to recon. He sends him to Japan to recon the situation. So we get a scene like halfway through the movie where Angris comes to Japan, and then the military are like, "Angris is here! No, he's going to destroy things!" And they, they basically like you know fire at him until he goes back out of the water. Uh, you feel bad for him because he's actually just there to like suss out the situation. He comes back, tells Godzilla what's happened and what's going on. And he's just like, "All right, we're going to go deal with this." So Godzilla, yeah, well, like, what, what he basically says is, 
fine. If you want a job doing, you got to do it yourself. Yes. So they, they come back to the mainland and they're, they're obviously to fight uh, Gigan and Ghidorah. I will say that Ghidorah is... is this is kind of one of these things where you keep bringing the same villain back. They've kind of weakened the effect of Ghidorah by using him too much. And in this one specifically, like Godzilla, Godzilla and Angris take on... Yeah, they take on Ghidorah and Gigan together in a tag team match and they win. Which is kind of weird because if you remember, you know, Ghidorah the three-headed monster, you know, his first film... It took, like, Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra as a triple threat to take on Ghidorah. That, like, he was the biggest, baddest yeah. threat ever. And here he's, like, he's running away scared at the end of the movie because he's been beat. And don't get me wrong, there's some fun stuff in the fight. I like when uh, Angris, like, basically just launches himself, you know, back first because he's all spiky at the back. He just launches yeah. himself back into him. Joe, you know I liked about the fight? It's not as inventive as, it, as some of the movies have been, and a lot of it is old hat. However... I like the extra violence in this one. I don't know if you noticed this, but it was extra bloody. There's a point in this where Gigan just starts stabbing Godzilla repeatedly in the same part of his head, and eventually blood starts coming out. And I was like, "Whoa, this is like different yeah, than normal." No, no, it was cool. I, I did think the fight was over long. No, it went on far too long because that was the that was the peak for me. It was when he was busting Godzilla's head open, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. This is different. It's violent." And then it went on for another fifteen minutes, <laughs> and it's just okay. Not, but not an exaggeration either. No, no, it's not. It's literally the last twenty-five minutes is this one big fight. It cuts to the humans occasionally. Uh, the alien cockroach guys are like shooting beams at Godzilla to try to help the monsters that are on their side, uh, and then the humans to try and help with this uh, blow up the tower. They like bring some bombs into the base and blow it up, yeah. uh, and that that does that. And then they turn back at cockroaches. Uh, it's a whole fun little thing. And I must say that's the weird thing is that I know that Godzilla movies typically the humans take a back seat once the monster fighting starts, but I feel like some of the other ones have integrated what the humans are up to and make it relevant to what's going on a bit more. Whereas once the monster fighting starts in this, other than them blowing up the building, the, you know the Godzilla tower where the, the base is, they basically just stand there and watch, and it really cuts back to them. They do. They, no, that, that, that's definitely a problem, which uh, I, I thought was more of a problem given that. Usually once that happens, because it's happened before where, okay, yeah. humans don't matter anymore, monsters are here. That's usually a good thing. It's like, oh, yeah, monster fight time. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Whereas this time, I was actually kind of getting bored of the monster fight. And I was like, can we get back to the human stuff? Get, get yeah. some more of the, the wacky, crazy things? Like I said, I actually think there's enough in the monster fights to make it worthwhile. I just had to cut like 10 minutes out of it to make it punchier. It's just too long, yeah. Yeah. I just had to make it punchier because there was moments like, I liked it uh, towards the end of the fight. When I perked up was when Godzilla, and this is a goofier side of the fight, but I like when Godzilla bent all of Ghidorah's heads back at the same time, and then kind of flipped them backwards. Like you know, there was just there was some stuff yeah. like that. I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting into this, and then you know they win. Godzilla lets out a cheery, you know, roar of like victory, and you know sends sends them packing, and it's like okay, all right, so they they won. Cockroaches defeated the the end. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's that's basically the the, the movie. I, uh, but no, I I thought it was fairly enjoyable. Um, I, I like it's, like you said. I think it's also better than the last few we've watched. Probably the best one since. I need a list. I need a list of the films. Uh, which one was Destroy All Monsters? Destroy All Monsters was the one after Sonic Godzilla. That was. Do we like that one? I can't remember. Uh, no, I think Destroy All Monsters was was decent, but not like it was. Just, I don't think it was as good as some of the ones before. Son of Godzilla was kind of weak, for sure. Son of Godzilla was weak, yeah. Um, it's been a bit of a slump, hasn't it? Yeah. So, 
Ebra Horror of the Deep, I think, was not a good movie, but it was a really fun one. That was that was the one where they 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 tried to wake up Godzilla by setting them by striking him by lightning by putting a pole in the mountain. <laughs> yeah, and just hoping that lightning strikes it sometime soon, and it did. To be fair, yeah, yeah, it did. I think I might prefer this one over that though. Uh, that's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, think, I, I mean, go back to Invasion of Astromon, so that's probably better than this. Yeah, Invasion of Astromon is better. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think Ghidorah the Added Monster, Invasion of the Astro Monster, Mothra versus Godzilla, and obviously the original are kind of the, the the cream of the crop so far. Yeah, but honestly, I think this might be next after those. Which, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just fun enough. Um, because Hedora was 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 definitely weak. Um. You know, Godzilla's Revenge. Almost Attack was a clip show. Yeah, that, that was Godzilla's Revenge. That's the same yeah. type, same movie. Uh, that that was weak, weak sauce. Uh, but the characters in this one are, are mostly entertaining. The the plot's kind of fun. Uh, the 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 main guy, the manga guy, he he has kind of a a goofy like carefree attitude where he's just willing to kind of look into things, even though he doesn't necessarily know for sure that anything's going on yet. Uh, but he just keeps going going with it. Um, it, that kind of gives him a kind of playfulness that that, that, that works. No, I, I think un, unlike a lot of the the last few, this one had a bit of style to it. Like I said, you know, with the with the the speech bubbles, for example, mm. it gave it its own identity apart from the others, where it felt like okay, this is what this one is, and yeah. I, I I appreciate that. Yeah. And it's funny, you feel like, how did, where did this idea come from? Or even, like, half of these movies, really. Like, where did the idea come from? Oh, we'll do one that's got a comic book style. Like It, it really <laughs> feels like they went, what scripts have we got lying around? Do you know what it feels like? It feels like a precursor to what they do now with the, the Cloverfield movies. Of, ah, okay, yeah, we've, okay. Got a, we've got a different movie, we've got a script, let's make this a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, it's it script- kind of feels like what they did here. We've got, we got something... Let's make it a Godzilla movie. Yeah, let's just shoehorn the Godzilla monsters into it somehow, and then it becomes a Godzilla movie. Yeah, I could see so, that. Some, some, some better than others. Because I, I could see that's just been a movie about investigating like the disappearance of the brother and just try to like figure out what the conspiracy is. Yeah, it's just now the conspiracy is they're bringing monsters, therefore Godzilla <laughs> is going to have to show up and take care of business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it really does feel like that to me, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Sometimes that works. Yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, as long as it's fun and it's, it's got likable characters, which this one, for the most part, does. Uh, the, the hippie dude's just kind of there with his, his hippie hair. He's the most forgettable character. He's only memorable because, oh, look, it's a hippie. To be fair, I think the sister's also not that memorable. She's she's just kind of... She's the she's important to the plot because it's her brother that's been kidnapped. Yeah. so she, she's But, I mean, she has a pretty memorable introduction, if nothing else. Oh, that's true. Uh, but it's definitely manga artist and his assistant who at first seems like she's nothing but then becomes a much more interesting character she, be- she becomes the more ca- it's almost like the three of them before she becomes part of the group when she saves them it's almost like they're kids I mean they're not really but they're acting like kids the, the way they're going about everything they're very sort yeah. of like childish they're she's very the mother comes in as that right let's do this properly yeah okay right I, I need to take, keep keep you guys in line because you're, you're not trust- yeah. to be trusted um, and yeah, it, it, it kind of works. It, it, it's like okay, it's actually finally getting serious, um, and of of course, you know, they, they track them down at one point, and this is a whole thing. Um, 
the the monsters itself like i say i'm disappointed that gigan gets like nothing of an introduction it's just oh we wanted a new monster design and i'm like you couldn't even just make it a one-on-one fight like just ha- just have them sell gigan as a big deal and have godzilla come and fight him himself make it a one-on-one fight keep the violence i thought at least they'd have done angus versus gigan first have angus lose yeah 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 and sell him as a as a, as a big deal no i get that that could have worked um and the fight goes on for so damn long that you know, you know, there's a because they're fighting essentially in the steam park the entire time. So there's no like, in the city fighting really. This one, uh, which is fine. I get they're sick of doing that. It's like okay, we build a city to destroy the city. Do it every time. We can just have a different location. Yeah. So there's like a Ferris wheel in the background, and there's the Godzilla Tower that we mentioned, but that's about it. Otherwise, mm. it's just like some mountains and shit. And it's like okay, that's fine, whatever. Um, they're actually at one point they're fighting around this weird metallic structure. It's like all these like sort of yeah. rectangles. I don't even know what it was. I, I guess it was meant to be part of a raid, but I couldn't have told you what yeah. sort of raid no, it was. I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you what it was either. Nah, it was weird. Um, but yeah. Also, I feel like the Japanese military need to start like just learn to trust Godzilla. You know, like the way Angerus showed up and they all just started firing at him. So like, I think they have to learn which ones are the good monsters. Because I feel like there's been, all, been like at least half a dozen movies, but the, the the movies ended with the people all waving it because thanks Godzilla, bye, go and enjoy Monster Island, <laughs> thanks for saving us. Yeah, but you know that one time they go, oh hey, come on in. Oh god damn it, there goes Tokyo again. <laughs> I lost the thing. He seems to be quite content just staying in Monster Island and then coming to save the yes, save the day yeah. when when you know X monster alien shows up. No, that's so, true. So I, I mean I don't know. I'm just saying maybe they could calm their calm their jets a little bit and stop wasting money on artillery. It's just going down the drain. Speaking of, can we get some new models for the tanks, please? <laughs> this is the same models we've had for the last like five movies. Yeah, they're starting to look really old and tired. Same with the Godzilla suit, honestly. I, I remember the Godzilla suit, uh, apparently by the time they stopped using it, you could, it was looking really rough and old and like bits were falling off, but they were still mm. using it for, you know, whatever length of time. Because because budget. Which is what which is why I'm I'm really looking forward to getting to the next era, the the eighties era, but shaking things up a bit. Yeah, but we got yeah. three left. We got three left before we before we get there. Uh and as we started off this off with the fear of Megalon I didn't realize I should be so afraid, but now I am. <laughs> okay, well, we we can look forward to that soon. But uh, I guess I guess we should rate uh, Godzilla versus Gigan. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give it a seven. I had fun with this one. Yeah. I'll go six point five. I don't think I'm ready to give it a straight seven. Fair enough. Enjoyable, enjoyable enough for what it is. Fight goes on a bit too long. Um, it, I'll be honest, this might have been lower had it not come after the last few. Okay, but coming off of those, I feel pretty positive about it. But uh, yeah, certainly not the worst. Certainly some stuff in there to enjoy. Um, and I think Gigan's a really goofy but fun design, and it's a reason why whenever those Godzilla like uh, fighting games came out, he was always one of the characters you could you could play as. Um, yeah. If I, I think I still have the, uh, the the GameCube game. You actually? Do you even have a GameCube anymore? Uh, I do, I've not actually plugged it in, in a long time to see if it works, admittedly. But uh, I've got Godzilla. I think it's All Monsters Attack, the one I've got. Uh, it's just a fighting game with all the Godzilla monsters. It's a good place to use that title. It is. Um, 
it's not particularly good to play, but it's fun to just start up a bunch of matches and see all the characters and you know see all their moves and use the atomic yeah. breath a couple of times, so on. Yeah, and then you oh, well, I'm done now. Yeah, pretty much. I believe I got it like like, and I I mean dirt cheap, like like you know. I know, I know, I know the kind. Pennies. We're talking pennies yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, but hey, so. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that's that's that's, that's what great. Right. Uh, so I mean, yeah, short and flux. These Godzilla movies, these sequels in particular, tend to be when they don't add a whole lot to the to the franchise. Yeah. And this one doesn't really add much. It's just a fun, goofy movie with some some quirky quirky I mean, elements. The next one might be longer, just out of ripping it apart. If it's as bad as you say. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as the clip show. Like, I don't think anything's going to top that. I think that's going to be. Mm. the crown jewel of, of shittiness in the franchise was atrocious but yeah so uh so as, as always uh let us know what you thought of the movie if you've seen it in the comments like subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates it's worth promoting some stuff uh obviously it's especially october's just about to come up we're about to hit october and uh, not for influx of course but for screams after midnight that's a big deal we do the october yeah, I mean if you're watching this publicly on youtube it's already october that's true yes if you're watching this early on patreon uh it's before october if you're watching this on on youtube it'll be about five days into october which is cool so check out all the screams reviews me me and tim have got a lot pre-recorded we pump out a lot of reviews over, over october uh R- roughly how many are we looking at a week four a week four, four new episodes a week and there'll be one or two archive episodes from 2016 going up as well uh that's that's maybe too much of you and Tim. Never too much of me. Tim, eh, questionable. Yeah. T- t- Tim, best in small doses. Yes. Um, but you can you can check out that stuff. So there'll be a bunch of reviews going up. Including some very angry Rob Zombie Halloween reviews in anticipation for the, for the new film. So you can check out those. Check out the audio feeds, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I mentioned Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV. Very important. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can go over there. Let's see what you can get. To get these episodes early, of course. We've just mentioned you get them a week early at the dollar tier. At the $5 tier, you get to vote on a movie once a month. We put up four movies in a theme usually, and our patrons get to vote and, and pick a film. Uh, earlier this month, of course, we did Silence of the Lambs, which was the winner of is last it- month's vote. It's is is uh, obviously this is going to be the the last one for this month now of, of September when yeah. we're recording this. Is the the Lex vote definitive enough that we know who's what's won? To to let them know now. No. No. Okay. You gotta, you gotta wait those extra few days. So if you're watching on Patreon early uh, and you're not voted yet, go vote. Go click on the, the the Patreon voting tab at the side and. And go vote on the voting this month. Oh, not only for for this, but also for screams and for overload. Go do that. Yeah, um, uh, extra votes for screams, right? I mean, for yeah, those there's yeah, time. yeah, there's uh, three votes for screams. One of which is actually for everyone. For it's a public vote, and there's two Patreon votes. There's always one vote for patrons, but uh, for for this month because it's the October thon we're we're voting for. There's three votes up, so you can go check that. Uh, so by the time this is up on YouTube, there will be a new set of voting up, or it'll be close to being up. Sometimes it's about a week into the month before they go up. But there'll be new votes going up for all the shows, and you can check out that. But uh, other than that, is there anything I feel the need to promote? I don't think so. We're good. So that's we covered it. That's been one twenty-one in flux. That has been Godzilla versus Gigan. So thank you very much for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.